0: from all around the world. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community, and relationships. Our different social media platforms provide us with an opportunity to have discussions and to create space for all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others, with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies at home large. These discussions and debates provide us with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures, for us to live up to our bold slogan, support, protect, and empower each child through youth focused development better known as leadership in juvenescence we recognize that in valuing our children's leadership potential this also translates as recreating and co-creating environments both socially and politically that will enable our children to thrive for those of you who are particularly keen on the topic we also write thought pieces every other sunday we actually are dropping a thought piece this upcoming sunday so be sure to meander over to the website and check out our online content now if it is the case that you are looking for a listening alternative well we're available wherever podcasts are playing and we provided you with access to a few links down below now as is the convention be sure to subscribe hit that post notification bell so that you are aware of every time we post and of course if you like these conversations and you want to keep them going like comment and share this segment Let's get into it. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to another segment here on Project Purpose. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness and education on a week-by-week basis and today's topic of discussion is education. On the topic of discussion for this week, we're going to be talking about the practice of modifying our beliefs in moderation. I think this is important because we're always being confronted or being presented with information that gives something to think about or that might interfere or create a question mark where it comes to beliefs that we were previously fairly confident in. And I think that this is a great opportunity for growth to take in information that seems plausible and to decide, well, how does it fit? And oftentimes what we find ourselves doing is when we're presented with new information, especially in an academic setting, is we just immediately internalize that information as truth. And a lot of the times when we're learning different theories, when we're learning different information, especially in school, we're learning what was true at one point and what was abandoned for another theory that was a better theory and this practice this exercise is what we call the epistemological pursuit where we're looking for knowledge understanding that knowledge is continuously evolving exploring corroborated truths and by corroborated truths the emphasis is on corroborated which is the best truth for now that we anticipate will change and evolve as we understand more as we develop new technologies we recognize that it's just the best fit for right now but rather than take those nuances when it comes to new information a lot of us internally that information is absolute truth. And when it comes to the new theory or the more evolved way of thinking or the different way of thinking or a different alternative view, it really creates a lot of inner conflict. It creates a lot of, you know, inner chatter because we were so convinced that the initial theory or the initial belief that we, or the initial, you know, cup of Kool Aid that we drank was the right cup, was the true cup. And so I think that it's really important for me to then position to you, to all of You that you're the one who decides what's true for you. I am a firm believer, and this is what makes me a logical positivist: that when it comes to our sense experience, so when it comes to the information that we take in through our sensual modalities, everything is subject to interpretation. There's no absolute right or wrong that we can speak about in the way that is conducive to, to growth and evolution rather than dogmatic and very you know rooted black and white thinking. So we need to find a way to adapt in the gray because everything that that we experience in this life through our senses is subject to, to our perception of reality, right? So it's never reality, it's our perception of, of reality. And as we master language, we master the ability to speak convincingly about those experiences that are within the frame of that sensual aspect of life. And so when we're talking about beliefs, beliefs have this metaphysical quality where you can have a belief that isn't rooted in sense experience. You can have a belief that isn't rooted in observation or in empirical data, and that doesn't make your belief true or false but it makes it true or false for you but those things are not observable so metaphysical truths truths that are available beyond our sensory experience truths that we explore through our thinking about the world or thinking about reality about different realities about you know how we feel about spirituality or how we feel about religion these are not conversations that we can have rooted in our sense experience because these are abstract experiences these are experiences that we can't necessarily explain in a way that is objective as we could talking about how to bake a cake, right? So I am not someone who believes that the metaphysical is something that is nonsensical. I believe that the metaphysical is out of scope for conversations that we want to deduce from sensory experience or shared experience, so on and so forth. So it's important that when we think about like the information that we're receiving, that we first classify the information. that this information that I could potentially observe on my own and come to the same conclusion? Would I observe the same things? And if so, well, how do I position myself around information. Am I for or against that information? Because just because you can recreate an observation or recreate a finding doesn't mean you agree with necessarily putting it in place, right? So we can all, you know, read the studies about different medicines, we can all see the effects of those medicines, but we can all still have varying points of view on the administration of the medication and the long-term effects of it. And the same vein, when we think about metaphysics, it's not through observation, right? We can have shared experiences, we can talk about shared experiences, but a lot of those are Experiences are more ethereal. So they're not something that we can refute or contest rooted in our sense experience because they're beyond our sense experience. They're intuitive, less tangible experiences that doesn't make them less valuable. Again, I'm a logical positivist who believes in the power of an empiricist analysis when it comes to sense experience, but I also am, I guess, counter-logical positivist in the assumption that if something isn't rooted within our sense experiences it's beyond the realm of reality. I think it is still within the realm of reality out of scope of, you know, being able to logically deduce observations and conclusions based on what it is that we experience through our senses and we need to recognize that in our senses are subject to to being wrong sometimes our senses are flawed but I think that when it comes down to our beliefs to managing moderating our beliefs we are the ones who are in the driver's seat so even if someone wants you to believe something a specific way they package it in a specific way and they want you to take that package the same way that they brought it to you you can decide well you know this is a great package I understand your point of view but I've decided as a way of moderating my beliefs this is the amount that I will take in and this is how it's going to affect the way that I see the world and navigate in the world around me you don't have to take everything that is presented to you exactly the way that it's been packaged you can decide how it fits or if it fits at all and I think that that's the exercise that too few of us are doing we're assuming that the information being presented to us is absolute is is you know highly valuable information because someone said so because someone put it in the curriculum because someone decided that that it was important enough to put in front of us but I think it's really important that we recognize that we are the one who determines the value and the importance and the significance of the information that we are presented with and if that information is rooted in observation and our sensory experience, if we can use our five senses to arrive to the same conclusions, then great. Like we can do that exercise and decide how we position ourselves based on our own personal set of values and ethics. But if that's like information that is beyond our sense experience, it's about more abstract, more ethereal ideals, and you decide how that information fits into your life, into your lifestyle, into the way that you want to live and the way that you want to show up moving forward, no one gets to decide that for you. And so that's what I wanted to talk about today because I find, that people often find themselves pivoting and like experiencing whiplash moving from one really radical belief to another not recognizing that there are so many good things in the things that we are presented with, but not all things are that way. It's never so simple that you're presented with a set of information or a set of ideals, and it's the perfect replacement for the ideals that you have already established based on your own personal experience. I think that you need to definitely not discount the weight, the value, the significance of personal experience, and it's your personal experience that should dictate to what extent any new information or any new beliefs how they fit and how they mesh and how they mold with what you're present evolving belief system is right now. And so I'm someone who is always open and ready to have my belief system evolve. But I think my belief system is so well thought through. I've spent so much time thinking about the things that I believe in. I feel that I'm so happy to moderate or to modify my beliefs. My core belief system still is fairly unmoved at this point. My core belief system, whether it's about empirical research or whether it's about observational facts, sensory experience, or whether it's about ethereal metaphysical properties, or metaphysical co- topics and conversations like those are fairly concretized they're well-rooted and they're not based on one school of thought they're based on what I found to be nuggets of truth nuggets of value in all of the schools of thought that I've been exposed to including my own personal life up until now and that's hard work it's heavy lifting but it's the lifting that we each need to do to be the cognitive misers the critical thinkers that need to do well show up well and make a difference in this world around us not just digest information to regurgitate it but really think and dwell on information decide well how does it fit for me and how is that going to change and modify the way that I show up for you for those around you and for the people in my community whether it's immediate local community or global so that's the food for thought I want to leave you with today it's a little philosophical but I think that there's too little conversation around how we digest information like how we should position ourselves to take in information so that we're not always drinking kool-aid from one you know radical thinker to another so that we're not you know susceptible to extremist views so those are the thoughts that i leave you with today and that is it but definitely not all now before letting you go i would be remiss if i didn't let you know that we will be going live at least twice a month every month for the foreseeable future on our facebook page so definitely be sure to tune in now these events are paid events so if you do see yourself participating in our community on an ongoing basis and i do suggest that you take a look at one of our package plans yes so we do offer package plans over and above our live events as well as access to webinars and workshops largely focused on self-mastery over and above those events so check it out, be part of our Game Changer community, be the change that you want to see, allowing us a small role to play in your journey. We are on the 1 phase. We do invite you to follow us across all of our social media platforms and we look forward to chatting with all of you very soon. We'll talk to you later. Feet off the ground. I'm sick of coming down to earth. Sliding my way while I'm home.